2: There's, I don't know how you slice this or chalk it up to a Chiefs victory. Yeah, they got a lot of picks for a Tyreek, but I mean, we've seen Brett Veach, the general manager, pick players that aren't named Tyreek Hill or Patrick Holmes and Patrick Mahomes, and it, it doesn't go well. So, um, Chiefs fans, I don't, I, I don't know if it's too much of a prisoner of the moment to say that, that their
0: Super Bowl window's closed, but it's, uh, it's getting there. Nah, they got Patrick Mahomes. You don't have to worry about their, their Super Bowl window closing. But there there is no replacement for Tyreek, right? Like, we could be pretty clear about that. Where what he does is rare enough, There there is just not a substitute. So how do you reinvent yourself from this point forward? They're a team that, you know, we have talked about on, on this entire channel, frankly, not even just, just uh, this show. They're a team that looked great when they were on their opening script and then it just all goes to hell when, when they're off script and Patrick Mahomes is no longer doing someone like the RPO, like in structure stuff, like with Tyreek gone now, a lot of that freelancing stuff is going to be hurt moving forward. Right? Like being able to scramble around and Tyreek just teleports 25 yards away from any defensive back that that's not happening anymore. So Investing in these draft picks, moving forward into kind of building a structure around Mahomes, I think is is the way to do it. The problem is just like you're going to have to rein in Patrick to a certain extent to to make this work moving forward, especially at the clip that he's going to get paid at. Right, he's making what fifty million dollars per year moving forward on a ten year contract.
1: This is shocking to me still, but the Kansas City Chiefs immediately after the season was over, like named Tyreek Hill as one of the contracts they were looking to get done. And then we kept seeing it get leaked over the last couple of weeks that, you know, Tyreek Hill extension in the works, in the works, it's going to free up all this cap space for the Kansas city chiefs. And that just never happened. Now that might have something to do with the Devonte Adams deal that happened last Thursday. It feels like it was a month ago at this point, but it was only a few days ago. And so after that number came down for Devontae Adams, I have to imagine that impacted what Tyreek Hill was asking for from the Kansas City Chiefs. And those contract negotiations reportedly broke off over the weekend. And that's when this trade really manifested and wound up becoming a real thing. I, I think where this really hurts the Chiefs and you know them being so honest about wanting to get that extension done with Hill early. They were banking on being able to push some of that money to the future to free up cap space for this season. And I do think that they still wanted to kind of retool and be aggressive on the free agent market. But them not being able to get that done kind of closed the door on that. And then, on top of the fact that we saw some of these veteran pass rushers just getting paid huge amounts of money, I don't think the Chiefs were able to do some of that stuff. And part of that was because they couldn't free up this money from Tyreek Hill. So it winds up blowing up. They wind up sending one of the most unique explosive weapons in NFL history to the Miami Dolphins. And today they're a worse team for it. I understand that they got five draft picks in return, but I don't see how you could argue that the Chiefs are still at the top of the AFC West when we've seen everything that those teams have done to improve and to be competitive in that division. I think there's a strong case to be made that they're the worst team in the AFC West the way things are currently constructed today.
2: Yeah, um, just that's what we should be talking about. Well, um, not the first, but if they're last, and just to Justice's point about running Mahomes in, how many times did we see Pat roll? Whether it's right or left, go against the grain, Tyreek, catch it in space and turn that into explosive. Uh, That, I don't want to say that was their offense, but uh, that was a lot of their offense last season. Um, Now they're going to rely on Juju, uh, Miko Hartman, and whatever rookie they draft, because you have to assume that they're going to draft a rookie who they feel like will be able to help them right away. And and, an older version of Kelsey uh, get open in a reined in or like on schedule, Um, I feel like we can see teams be a lot more aggressive against the Chiefs. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would be a little bit worried about that. Uh, Justice, what are you say?
0: Oh, I was going to say, I mean, the, the pick that they got is 29, right? There's no promise that a wide receiver is going to be there with that selection. True. Considering the fact, like, not only are a lot of these teams I, – I, I looked at it before, like, between 22, which is, you know, the Packers pick that they got from the Raiders, and 28, which is the original pick that the Packers own, like, every team between that range is looking for a wide receiver, plus the Packers pick, you know, on the front and back end of that. So, if there are guys who are left, like a Jamison Williams has falling in the draft for, for medical concerns or whatever reason, um, there, there's no promise that he makes it all the way to Kansas City. Like, you should not. So, like, it, it, if you're the Chiefs, you're picking at 29. I, I know we haven't really talked about, like, draft picks uh, necessarily, like, uh, prospects on this pod very much, but like you, you're expecting like George Pickens from Georgia. Like that's probably your like best, best case. case scenario that is like assumed, I guess is the way to put it.
1: And, you know, with the added picks, the chiefs now have 12 picks in the upcoming draft. So, I mean, they do have a little bit of ammunition to try to move up. But, yeah, like you mentioned, the Packers, I think that's where you got to go. Like, you got to get ahead of the Packers if there's a wide receiver on the board that you think can step in and be a day one producer, like can step in to that Tyreek Hill role. And it's going to be hard to replace that, like to to put it simply, like you had. Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, who during their run here in Kansas City were making or were making the case, and I still think they are, Hall of Fame caliber players with your Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. Now, we'll see how this thing plays out for Tyreek Hill down in Miami, but it's going to be really, really hard to replace that kind of production, and the Chiefs still have holes all over their roster. They don't have a, a top-end corner. They let Charvarius Ward go. They're down to LeJarius Sneed and Rashad Fenton is basically being their only corners on the roster right now. Uh, they don't have another pass rusher they restructured frank clark's deal uh, but it's frank clark and chris jones and a bunch of dudes on that defensive line and now they need a number one wide receiver so this chief's roster's got a lot of holes right now they've got a lot of things they still need to improve you can listen to the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the sb nation nfl show wherever you get your podcasts